God is who you are. Lift up your voice and say, Waymaker, Waymaker. Waymaker, Waymaker. in the darkness. My God. Come and sing it from a heart of worship this afternoon and say, You are a Waymaker. Light in the darkness, my God. As we worship you tonight, and say, Way maker, way maker. Shake your neighbor and neighbor be expectant. For God is about to speak this afternoon. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Let's give God some praise one more time. Uh, don't worry, we we will do all the other protocols and welcome tomorrow during our church service. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. amen come on give god glory amen, amen. come on bless him amen. amen we thank god for the pastor of this house amen. amen we thank god for the congregation we thank god for women's amen amen, amen. amen. you may be seated in the presence of the lord i want to talk about women's today I have dealt with different kinds of women since I've been in ministry. I want to talk a little bit about myself because this is a woman to woman. And I don't talk a lot about myself. If they know me, I get out the way and let God be God. But I feel in my spirit that I need to talk to a lot of women. Because a lot of women sometimes feel like they're the less vessel or the weakest vessel, but not in the kingdom of God. From the time I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, I went into the move of women that were struggling to get into the pulpit. Because in, I'm talking about America now, in America, they was taught that women don't preach the gospel. Well, I came out of one of those churches. So when God called me, I questioned him. And I say, they say that women don't preach the gospel. So I thought maybe I could exit out of this thing. Because when I got saved, I really didn't want to preach. I just wanted my heart healed and I wanted to be blessed by God. I wanted to tend to my business and go back home. And that was enough for me. Well, we got women today feel the same way. They just want their heart healed and they just want to be blessed and they just want to tend to their business and go back home. But God got more in store for women. And I learned this 
when I question him, the Lord say, you will never find that I say. And so I began to search the body at the Bible and I could not find it, he say. I found that they moved by tradition. And this is what they did in tradition. But I did find truth that it says neither male nor female that is in Christ Jesus. When I found that revelation, then I stopped looking at myself as being a woman in ministry. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Because if you focus on yourself as a woman, you won't get far. I did not focus on myself as being higher than a man or I'm somebody special. I just focused on myself as being a child of God. Trained by God. And making sure that I obeyed him. Obeyed the Lord. Not knowing what God had in store for me. For at that time, it was my time to come in. And I came from a tradition church that still today believe in this. They believe in a lot of stuff, but I found out I didn't know who I were, even in that church. So I had to find Christ on my own. So I was not caught up in all kind of tradition, nor doctrines of man. All I had at that time was Jesus. I didn't know too much about the Holy Spirit. And I didn't know too much about the Father. I didn't even know that you can get that close to the Father. But I knew that Jesus Christ was God's beloved Son. And I believed in Him. From there, they began to teach me. The first one that taught me, and that's the one a lot of people ignore, and that's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. All my teaching came from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was my teacher and my guide. Not only that, he was my helper. So that's how I bypassed the doctrines of man. Well, at that time, they had a whole lot of women preaching at that time. And those women were struggling. And by me being talked direct by God, I could not see their struggles because they was being taught by man and they was listening to man until there was time for them to be used man was not accepting them well at that time it didn't matter to me because I wasn't in a hurry getting in no pulpit I was just excited to learn more about Jesus Christ and that's where I stayed at I never focused being in a pulpit I never focused on being a great leader in a church I was just tickled to death just to know Jesus Christ and to know how real he is and I fell in love with this Christ I fell in love with the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit became my best friend well that's all I had at that time and the Spirit would tell me Today, I'm going to teach you this about the Lord. Today, I'm going to teach you this about the Lord. All my teaching that the Holy Spirit taught me, it was about Jesus. So, when he began to teach me, I began to change. And I began to see a change. And things began to happen in my life. And I said, okay, Lord, where am I now? 
And then people begin to notice me. And then they begin to want to invite me into their pulpit. But I didn't go right there. I says, Lord, Holy Spirit, do I go now? He says, not now. Say, if you go now, the devil will destroy you. So I had to wait on him and let him change me. And I stayed there. I was taught. I came out of mixed church. He put me in a mixed church. And when he took me in that church, I didn't know blacks was going there. And he said, this is the church you will attend. And I told the Lord himself, that's a white church. The Lord says, that's my church. And he took me there. And one day I saw black people going there. Because where I stayed at, you didn't see white and black mixed that much. But now they mix a lot. I went in there and I was taught. But I was taught two things. I was taught about tithing offering. And I was taught intercessor warfare. That's what he took me in there for. And those two things I embraced. And then the Lord said, now I'm moving you out of there. And now I'm going to start with you. And he started with me in my home. And it was so powerful that people came in my home. When they hit the door, they was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. People was healed. People was delivered. And I was so comfortable. I was preaching barefoot. I didn't have on no shoes. I was at home. And it was so powerful. And the Lord said, for the glory has been risen upon your house. And fire all around your house. I had over 200 some people from all different denominations. White, black, you name it was coming through. And then all of a sudden, I got a little fearful. I said, God, what is going on? Because at that time, the enemy raised up. And the enemy tried to, to fight me, but I had learned some spiritual warfare. But I wasn't quite skillful in that thing. See, just because you don't learn some things, don't mean you're skillful in it. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. See, it's, it's levels to the devil. Just like it's levels in the glory of God. So here's this devil coming after me so powerful that God had to send me an intercessor that somebody was very skillful in warfare. Well, I thought the people that I was praying with was powerful. And I always would look at somebody and I would say, oh my God, use me like that person. And I would see God using somebody. I said, oh my God, I think I want to be like that person. And I always had put people higher than myself. Even today, I'm still the same way. Oh Lord, why are you losing me? And you could have used that one right there. But I learned something concerning the son and the father. He used who he want to use. When he want to use them. So we can't tell God who to use. We can't even tell God, well, Lord, take this person in my place. For they know more than what I know. I'm just a simple one. But I noticed something about the Lord. He used those that are very simple. 
Sometimes you can be so educated, you can't even hear God. You, you got so much knowledge, and you be telling God what to do. And God will get one so simple that don't know nothing, just say, follow me. And I'm going to teach you some things. Well, that's the way I was raised. I was never raised by no man. Yes, he gave me an apostle to sit on. He told that apostle, don't you teach her nothing. You there to cover her. I'm the teacher. He told me that my ministry going to be a free ministry. Because the apostle I sat upon her, she wasn't free. Well, I thought she was free. Until the Lord began to show me what freedom was all about. Because that apostle, she was stuck on what you wear, what you got on. Hallelujah. The doctrines of man. And this woman had to cover me. And I knew that I was a mess to her. Because I wasn't dressing like them. I wasn't looking like them. And I wasn't sounding like them. But I obeyed God because I knew I had to go there. And they say women don't supposed to wear pants. If you wear pants, they will put you out of the church and call you a sinner. They say there's no lipstick. They say there's no braids in your hair. Your dresses should be down to your anchor. No makeup at all. And put a covering over your head. And I told the Lord, now Lord, listen here. When I got baptized, I knew that when I went upon this woman, I said, they'd have missed it. See, because when I first got saved, I got saved by a little holiness girl. I didn't get saved. I'm a Baptist now. I'm coming out of Baptist church. And I met this little holiness sanctified girl. And I said to myself, Lord, don't put that girl by me. Because when I was a sinner, I was a bold sinner. Well, I didn't mess with nobody. But I tell you, don't mess with me. <laughs> when I'm on my job, I was on my job to work. I wasn't on my job for somebody preached to me by Jesus. So he put that girl by me. And I says, oh, God. I told my boss, that girl is saved, ain't it? Yeah, that's why we put her by you. I told the girl, I said, listen. You work, because I'm going to work. I was one of the best workers. I worked for Levi Strauss, making jeans. And I told this girl, I said, now you work and tell your business. I don't need you telling me nothing about Jesus. I'm here to make money. And that girl, she was so pretty. She says, okay, I'm not going to say anything to you. I said, okay, we'll be fine. But I had uh, something in my heart that when people was in trouble or needing something, Seemed like I was right there. And this sanctified young lady needed a way home one day. And nobody gave her a ride. So I looked at the child. I said, come on, you can ride with me. I put that sanctified girl in my car. That day it was storming on the outside. And I was scared of thunder and lightning. She turned to me and said, don't worry. Nothing going to happen to you. Because I'm a child of God. And you don't have to be afraid and God love me. I hit brakes. I said, wait a minute. Now who you think you are that you better than me? But listen, we think like that. 
and the girl told the truth but then I didn't know truth I said let me tell you one thing about God because I thought I knew God because I had a young baby a boy and he I was on the way miscarried but all my life it seemed like God talked to me and I prayed to the Lord if you save this child I will give him to you for the rest of his life and God did that so here I am with a miracle baby so I thought I had a testimony to tell this girl you thought God loved you God loved me too <laughs> for this is what God had given to me and I gave her that testimony and I said I promised God that I would give him this baby and I'll save him for the rest of my life well at that time I wasn't saved this girl questioned me you tell me you made a vow to God and you didn't keep it and your baby is fine I said yeah she said do you know God can take that baby I said well, wait a minute now God don't take babies like that she says you made agreement with him she says now tell me why did you break yours he didn't break his that's when I really got serious about God. I went on my knees and I told the Lord, I said, Lord, this lady, come telling me that you'll take my baby and God answered me, people. I wasn't even saved. God answered me and said, we made agreement. I kept mine. You told me you were serving me for the rest of your days. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory, my God. Hallelujah. I don't know who had made a vow to God. Hallelujah. But if you would have made a vow to God and God had kept that vow, you got to keep your vow. And I went on my knees and I asked God to forgive me. But I still didn't let that little sanctified girl know what was going on. And I said to myself, I'm going to watch this girl. If anything I see is not right, she will never witness to me. And I watched her. And I watched her life. That girl was holy. See, God knew me. And God knew what kind of person I were. So God put the best of the best to pull me in. Not knowing that God has spoke to this girl and said, I'm putting you here. This is a big fish. And it's going to take you to pull her in. See, everybody ain't going to pull this one in. And I'm telling you, this girl pulled me in. I watched her life because this girl had three boys and no husband. And she was raising these boys. I said, these boys, hey, hold it, I'm going to watch this here. And I'm going to take her home and I'm going to see what's going in out of her house. And I saw this little woman raise three men. And I saw these men respecting their mother as if she was their pastor. I said, my God, this girl knows something. And then I began to question her. Tell me a little bit about this Jesus. And then she would begin to tell me a little bit about it. And then she would tell me a little bit about the Holy Ghost. And then she told me a little bit about her church. And then she said, you know, my, my overseer is fasting for two straight weeks shutting. We're going to have a revival. 
Then she says, well, I'm going to invite you and I just want you to come. Then I feel like I owe her something. I told the girl, okay, I'm coming. And the night I got there to cut the story short, I was on the third row. And I saw this man lay hands on somebody. And I saw them come up out the wheelchair. I saw this man begin to walk. And I'm on the third row. I said, no, that man crippled. I know he crippled. I said, that man legs are crippled. I saw this man legs straighten out. I got up out of my seat, not realizing what I was doing. And I said, I'm gonna get a closer look at this. For this I have never seen before. And I walked up and I wind up in the front, standing up looking at that man getting out of that chair. Everybody else was sitting down like y'all. I'm up looking, not knowing it was my time. I'm sitting there looking. The man got up. Everybody was shining. And I was smiling. I said, well, look here. I had never seen America. And I'm just rejoicing. And I'm looking. I'm looking around. And people just shouting all over the place. And I'm like, do y'all see this? The man turned to me and said, do you want to be saved? I backed up. I backed all the way up to the front row and I couldn't back up no more. And I says, oh my God. And he asked me a simple question. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is God's beloved son? I knew the answer to that. I said, yeah, I believe it. Do you believe that God raised him from the dead? I said, yeah, I believe it. Do you believe that he gave his spirit that you may be born again. Well, I learned a little bit about the spirit from the girl. I said, yeah, yeah, I know a little bit about the Holy Ghost. He said, well, do you want it? And I said to myself, well, I guess so. I need him. I need him bad. And he put his thumb on my head. And that's all I remembered. I went down. And when I looked, I couldn't see nobody but a great light. And I heard a voice says, my name is Jesus. I'm on the inside of you. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. And that church was a tradition church, y'all. And I heard a little lady say, say Jesus, 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 Jesus. I said, what's wrong with this woman behind me? Don't you know he already in me? Say, Jesus, 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 just keep saying it, keep saying it. You're going to get filled all the I said, don't that woman know that he's in me. Yeah. Then I heard him. I said, Lord, I'm talking to the lady. The lady in my ear interrupted. I'm talking to the Lord. Me and the Lord talking. I said, Lord, what is this fire? He said, the fire is me. I am a consuming fire. Then when I got up, I had such an experience. I looked at myself and I saw gold all over me. My hands was gold. And I said, oh my God, something done happened to me. And I got back, eased back on that third row and I sat down. The little girl said, you okay? I said, I'm all right. When I got home, my whole house just lit up. And I heard the Lord say, I gave you this. This is where you'll start a church. I said, oh my God, start a church. Then I walked down, still didn't know what happened to me. 
because I was also baptized at the same time. I went down the hallway and the only thing I can remember, the Holy Spirit will bring back to remember what you know. Remember, I was raised in a Baptist church and I heard the Lord say, you must be born again. So I knew that phrase. He said, you just got born again. And I shot it all over my house. Hallelujah. Not knowing the Holy Spirit. Then I went and I asked some people about him. I was telling everybody on the job. They said, where you was at? Where you was at? I said, I was in a little hole in the church. Stay out of them places. The people got stuff in their hands. And when they put their hands on you, they're going to zap you. I said, nobody had anything in their hand. No, no, no. Go. Go back and try the spirit. I said, I'm going back and try the spirit. What do I know about trying the spirit? But God knows all things. People, I went back. They say, they say you got to try the spirit and see if the spirit is of God. I went back and I went back to try the spirit. And here I am back on the third row. I said, okay, the Holy Ghost, if you in here, I'm going to try you. Well, they start saying, and somebody went and shot in the corner. I looked in the corner and I have never listened to me. I've been saved a long time, over 30 years, and I have never seen this before again. I saw the presence of the Holy Ghost. I saw the Spirit of God and of Jesus Christ walking in the church. And where he walked, he left glory. And I noticed that he only dropped glory on those who wanted. And those who did not want, he passed them by. And I said to myself, they say, try the spirit. And see, it's, it's, the spirit is of God. Now here I am, go try it. Well, there's no other way but to try somebody is to grab them. And I jumped up and I ran to the front and I grabbed the Holy Ghost. When I grabbed the Holy Ghost, people, I wind up in the back of the church and didn't know how I got there. I was upside down with the Holy Ghost oh God it was a experience that I have never experienced and it was a sight that I have never never seen before that's how I got introduced to the Holy Ghost and I knew the spirit of God was real and I'm telling you from that day on I began to follow the spirit because I knew that the spirit of God was real. Amen. Sometimes you get filled with the Holy Ghost and you don't know that the spirit of God yeah. is real. Yeah. He's just the real as we are. And he is a gentleman. Amen. And then if you don't want him, he will pass yeah. you by. Yeah. I noticed that the spirit of God have to operate into your life until you get ready to leave here. You need the Spirit of God. And some people get baptized and they never use the Spirit again. The Spirit going to teach you all things. He's going to teach you spiritual things. He's going to teach you natural things. 
And you got to have an ear to hear what the Spirit is trying to say. This is how I got started. From woman to woman, he never talked to me to be like a woman. He talked to me to be like Jesus Christ. He taught me to have ways like his, like his father. So he never taught me fleshly things. He only taught me spiritual things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is how I grew so and grew so fast. Because the other women, they was dealing with the flesh. And they was getting mad with these preachers. And I'm telling you, they was preaching on these preachers. And I couldn't figure out, why are you so mad with the men preachers? They don't want nobody in their pulpit. They say, women say, supposed to preach the gospel. I said, well, why are you holding that in your heart? Well, they have a right to say what they want to say. They looked at me like I had lost my mind. But I wasn't there. I wasn't feeling what they was feeling. Because I didn't put myself there. I put myself in the hands of God. And he said, I protect you. And I put a cloud around you. And why they don't think they didn't tag me. They tagged me, but I didn't care. It did, I didn't take it to heart. The more you take things to heart, the less you know about Christ. The more you take things to heart, the less you grow. If you take things to heart so, you don't grow very fast. Because you take things to heart, you will get offended. And the devil wants you to get offended. So he makes sure you take things to heart. So when he want to attack you, he'll have something to attack you on. And he's going to bring up what he see in your heart to attack you. And when your feelings and your emotion get into this thing, it stop the growth of God. It even stop the move of God. And here are these women preaching, but they was preaching about people. And I said, why are they not saying much about Christ? And I saw a lot of women being wounded and hurt because they was direct the wrong way. They was direct to fight back. Fight back. And I was saying, but who are they fighting? My God, God would give you a pulpit if you don't. There's so many souls out there you can witness to. That gift could be used. You don't need somebody pulpit to say you a child of God or a minister of God. All you need is the Holy Ghost. And he will direct you. And I stay in that place and I'm so happy that I stayed in that place. If I would have went their way, I wouldn't be here today. And now these women that was way ahead of me looking at me and say, how do you do it? How do that I know so much more of the things in Christ, the spiritual thing. Now they are listening to me. When I'm on radio, they are hearing me. But they was ahead of me, way before me. But they listened to flesh and they hindered their ministry. 
Some of them didn't even finish the course. I'm telling you, we on a journey. And your biggest enemy is yourself. Hallelujah. 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 Your biggest enemy is you. Why did you let the enemy take you on this road? Why you let him waste all of your time? And you could have been giving all your time unto the Lord. Yes, I went through a lot. And I still go through a lot. But the Lord is on my side. I learned about pain. I learned about going through. I learned about hurt, persecution. I learned a lot. And some of this stuff and suffering, I learned a lot. Especially long suffering. But I learned the most important thing, who I am. And where I'm headed. I learned that. I learned that God had such an awesome job for me to do. It scared me. That I said to the Lord, why? Why little old me? And the Lord says, you was chosen before the foundation of the world. Some of you women were chosen before the foundation of the world. You cannot tell the Lord what you want to be. God already knows what you're supposed to be. Now your job is to take the journey. I want to talk about two different types of people. And I want you to get out of your mind the women's. (laughs) Hallelujah. And God used women's. But in Christ Jesus, they're neither male nor female. It's just all of God's children. And that's the way I took it. So even I saw me as a type me, I didn't let them touch my heart. I forgave and I released. Write those two things down. Because you're going to have to have that. Forgiving is one thing. Releasing is another. Hallelujah. You can forgive somebody, but if you don't release somebody, you're going to always be bound. Releasing is what? Free you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the key to this is when you begin to operate in these two things and know how to release, then you're going to have victory in life. Yeah. Where the enemy going to come back again and try you again. But guess what? You have already overcome that place. Yeah. And because you have overcome that place, when he try you again, you know what to do. Yeah. You know how to handle it. And I keep telling people, you ain't got to keep fighting the same old warfare over and over and over again. Once you have defeated the devil, he is defeated. He is defeated in your life. Then you can go on to the next stage. Now, I want you to know, it's some things that you got to put off. You yourself got to work on. Not your pastor. You got to work on you. Amen. 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 I had to work on me. 
I, I wasn't holy when I came in. I had an ugly attitude. I was an angry person. I was a mad person. And I wanted to put it on everybody. Felt like I was cheated from a child all the way up. I was even in ministry for the first time. Bruised, hurt, damaged. So I know how it feel when somebody's heart been damaged by somebody. I know how I feel when somebody get in the pulpit and preach on you. I know that place. I've been there. Yeah. I've been in that place. Hallelujah. Yeah. I was in that place so that the woman that's supposed to train me beat me up. Until I wanted to move on the farthest end of the world away from every man. I was ready to leave my own family and get away. That's how the devil hated me so and I said, Lord, I can't go no further in ministry. And the Lord says, don't worry, I'm going to move her. He said, for she had bruised you, broken your heart. He told me, even beat your heart in pieces. And you did what I say do. You kept on smiling. And I said, but Lord, I'm human. I said, I can't stand that lady. I can't even hug that lady. I said, God, I hate that lady. You know, the Lord told me, you won't go no further with me. I said, what? He said, you won't go no further with me. He says, Kathy, you'll be right here in this stage for the rest of your life. And you will never know what I want to do with you in ministry. And I said, well, Lord, what do I need to do? He said, I want you on a one-week fast. And I want you to get in Psalms 119. He said, I want you to read the whole chapter. Because I'm getting ready to pour some God paid love in you. That's when I was introduced to God paid love. And I read it when I started off. I had tears in my eyes. I couldn't see the page. Because I was wounded. I know what it feels like to be wounded. Especially wounded in ministry. It was my church, but somebody else was training. And he treated me like I was the worstest person there. And my people just loved that person. And that person targeted me because they messed around and tapped into the spirit and seen who I really was. And I didn't even knew who I really were. But they knew who I really were. And they desired to have what God had for me. So they purpose to take me out. And the Lord told me, I'm going to deal with them till I get pacified. Because when they touch you, they touch the apple of my eye. And that day, God moved that woman. And that day, I was free. From that day, I had no contact with that person again. But I knew what it felt like to be wounded. But I knew what it felt like even being wounded and can't grow. Because God said, if you hate her, then I can't use you. And I can't judge her without judging you. So he says, I got to give you something that will help you. And he gave me God pay love. Put down God pay love. That's the strongest weapon you can ever have is the agape love. Unconditioned love. And 
from there, I fasted and I read Psalms 119. And on the seventh day, I saw the heavens open up. And out of the heaven, listen to me, people, was a teardrop. And the teardrop of the Lord fell on me. When it fell on me, when I came forth, I came forth with the agape love of God. And I love God's people unconditional. They are not perfect. So don't treat them like they are perfect. Some of them, God is still working on them. They can really hurt you. But if you got the gape love, you'll know how to deal with them. From that day, I moved from a child experience to an adult. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I began to understand why this church was here, Jesus Christ. And I understood that it ain't nothing but a hospital. It's a place for the hurts. And sometimes the hurts of the hurt can hurt you. Because they don't know how to get rid of their hurt. So they operate in what's in their hearts. And if somebody else doesn't hurt them, but they're so angry, they attack everybody. People that even trying to help them, they attack. But to help these kind of people, we got to mature. And we need women that are mature. And not give up on them so quickly. Because Christ did not give up on you. So I, from that day, I saw that woman. When I saw that woman, she says, oh my God, you love me. For you have been in the face of God. And I looked at her and says, yes I do. I really love you. But that's the day I was totally set free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I understood that it was more deliverance that I had to go through. And I began to work on myself. I want you to go over into the the book of 1 Peter. And then I'm going to give you the last chapter in the book that going to tell you where you're supposed to be. Okay? But right now we're going to work on us. You can't work on somebody else till you work on yourself. And believe it or not, people are watching you. Young folks that come in, they're watching you. And whatever you do in the flesh, they're going to feel like, it's okay. This is the way Christ do things. And that's what made me really check my life and say, I can't do this. Because if I do this, somebody else going to do it. And they're looking at me as being a strong woman in ministry. And they're going to say, this is the way Christ do things. Hallelujah. Let's go over to 1 Peter. I just want to introduce you. 
Hallelujah. It's a ministry. How he started with me. Hallelujah. First Peter. And then I want you to put down Hebrew. I don't know if we're going to go into Hebrew. Hebrew chapter 5. And, and I'm not preaching from there, okay? But I want you to see there and see which way we're going. Hebrew chapter 5 and verse 12. And 1 Peter 2. Let's go to in verse 1 and see what it says. First Peter chapter 2 verse 1 mm -hmm. therefore lay it aside all malice lay aside all malice what yeah. you got to do that yeah. Christ is not going to zap you yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh -uh. Holy Ghost ain't going to deliver you until you want to be delivered so it's some things that you got to lay aside. Yes, Meaning that you already got it. You ain't come into the church of Jesus Christ already holy. You had a whole lot of stuff going on that you got from the world. So this stuff got to be laid what? Aside. Go ahead on. All deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. And all evil speaking. Yeah. Huh? He said, you got to lay aside that. Yeah. It's just even speaking is, is enough that you can work on yourself. That you come to church and you see people and you go to talking evil about them. Hush. Because you don't know what they're in. Yeah. You don't know if they can come out. And you don't know how, how strong the devil got them bound. So hush and pray. Instead of calling them devils and, and witches and wallocks and all this crazy stuff. Let, let's stop with the even word. Speaking. He said you got to get it out the way. But where he's taking you, it got to come up out of you. Before he transform you. He can't transform you in light and darkness there. Now you're getting darkness out of you. All this stuff we just read is darkness. And then the light got to come in. So we got to get the darkness. We got to lay some aside. We got to stop some stuff. I always tell my people, I said back in the, in the old days when the Holy Ghost said they was not filled with the Holy Ghost, they lived a more holy life than what we are today. And we got a spirit living on the inside of us we can stop some things we can lay things aside we can't just say well this is just the way I am well God ain't gonna accept you the way you are that's why he say lay it what aside listen what he says go ahead on as newborn babes as newborn babes on the line when you operate in all that you're babies yeah. you come into the kingdom first as being babies yeah. Yeah. you don't come being full grown okay. you come being babies and babies got to lay something aside 
didn't I tell you when I got in there? Lord said, no, 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 you can't go out now. The devil kill you. I had laid some stuff aside. Listen to what it says. Go ahead on. Desire the pure milk of the word. The pure milk of the word. Underline. Desire that. Huh? Desire the word of God. Above all. Forget about being the millionaire right now. Amen. Okay. It'll come. Forget about all that fleshly stuff. It'll come. Even forget about the husband right now. It'll come. All of that in the plan. He working with you now. Laying stuff aside. And then now desiring just the word. All I want is the word. But I go to church, I said, I just want the word. One girl was in there, she loved me. So she said, child, let me tell you. I said, listen, 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 don't touch me. Unless you're giving me the word. Don't whisper in my ear. I'm not going to eat junk. I want the word. Desire the sincere milk of the word. Word. Why? The word going to wash you. The word going to sanctify you. The word going to cleanse you. Do you know the word going to transform you? So I had to desire the word. Word. When you come to church, you don't come to church checking people out. You come for the word. Word. Hey, whoever God want to use to bring the word, grab the word. So I was stuck on the word. But I noticed the word which God put in the pulpit was the same word that gave me faith. So here, my faith began to develop. When your faith began to develop, you're going to start doing and seeing some changes. If you hear the preaching and don't receive it, I read in the New Testament, and some of you probably don't read it too, the scripture or the chapter that you didn't receive is the one that's going to judge you. Did you know that? It's in the Bible. You will be judged by the gospel. The word of God. So be careful how you get mad. Because the word is touching you. <laughs> be careful how you get offended. Did you know the offended ones is going to hell? It's in the Bible. So if the word is out there and the word is cutting you, let it cut you. Let it cleanse you. Because you moving you. And sometimes the Bible says it got to cut deep. And it's up to you how you receive. How you desire. Say the word is like a two-edged sword. Don't worry about the preacher. Because the preacher ain't right. It cutting him too. So it's a double sword. And it goes all the way down, it says. All down to the marrow. All down in the bone. It goes all down into your spirit. Down to your soul. And correct things. The sign, the word of God. Lay aside all this other stuff. Get serious. If you really want to be used.
in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Love the word. The word hit you. You see me. Amen. It get better when you get delivered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the word of God. I don't care who give it. Read it for yourself. It's the word of God. That's how you desire it. Sometimes you want certain people to preach for you. Certain people you want to receive it from. But learn how to eat the word of God for yourself. Read it. Whoever preaches is still the word of God. It don't change the word of God. That word going to go in you. That word going to change you. The word of God is spirit and it is life. Okay? Your life got to what? Change. Let's go a little bit further. I'm not preaching there. That you may grow thereby. On this line, you may grow. That's what I want you to get. You may grow. See, we got to come out that baby stage. You may grow. That means you're on your way. You're going somewhere now. You coming straight and coming straight into the throne of God. <laughs> you're going into the deep things, the wealthy things of God. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Being transforming. You when you go into the word of God and obeying the word of God, the next thing you know, you're gonna start saying transfiguration. Transfiguration. See, a lot of people ain't went through no transfiguration because they don't decide the word. When you decide the word, you're gonna start obeying the word. Then when you start obeying the word, then you're gonna become the word. Okay. You're going to become the word. You're going to be God. Hallelujah. You're going to be joy. You're going to be peace. You're going to be long suffering. Hallelujah. It's going to transform. What is he transforming you into? To the image of his son. Well, what is the image of his son? He is the word of life. So you're going to be transformed into the word. That's why they say they are living pistols read by man. You still reading the Bible, but the Bible got to come out and you got to become what you done read. Hallelujah. That you may grow. I'm going to start right there. Then I want you to go back to Hebrew. Because we we ain't going to be here all day. Tomorrow is another message. This just for the women's. Hebrew 5. Chapter 12. Hebrew 5 and 12. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. It's putting all stuff now, okay? Yeah. Go ahead on. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, mm-hmm. you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. The first principle of the ordinance of God. Now, this was that we were just into. Lay aside. Decide the word. The the mick of the word. The first word, principles, need to be taught again. Meaning that you didn't obey it. And now you teach it, but now somebody need to teach you. Okay. Hallelujah. We got a lot of that going on in the church of Jesus Christ. What you telling somebody to do, you ain't doing it. 
Okay. Me now, you need to go back and be taught what? Again. Again, what? The first principles. We got some first principles that got to be taught. And one of the first principles that are taught is tithe and offering. That's one of the first one. Tithe and offering. That's one of the first principles. Because that is the principle that opened up the heavens. That is the principle that you got to eat from. Be in contact with. So the first thing he talked to me, Kathy, you got to pay tithes and offering. And I said, Lord, I ain't got enough money to pay no tithes and offering. I can't pay it. He's don't say what you can't do. This is something you got to do. Or you won't have no part with me. He's because I got to feed you. I got to train you. He said, so I want you to lay aside my tithe and my offering. And I did it. And people, I didn't perish. Any man will make you think you ain't going to make it. And that's where you had me food at. And I paid tithe. When I start paying tithe, blessings start flowing in. And the heavens was open. And I learned more about it as I grew. The power, hey, of tithe and offering. It is a covenant thing. It is a principle thing. That God swear that he ain't going to change. I'm just giving you one right now. It's many more. That God ain't changing it for no man. And if you don't do it, you're going to come lack of knowledge of some things. And you can perish of some things. That is supposed to be yours and you will never see it. That's a whole nother teaching. Amen. Amen. Go ahead on. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. You come to need milk and not what? Solid food. Okay. We got to get off the pacifier. Got to get off the milk. We don't stay on milk. We start with milk, but we don't stay on milk. Some, some kind of way you have to grow up. And some kind of way you're going to have to start saying, I have made up my mind to lay aside some things. Hallelujah. And then when you begin to to drink the milk of the Lord, and and the milk is nice, but some, and one day you got to get over milk and start eating solid food. Hallelujah. That's when God started using you. He never used you when you on milk. Because he's training you and raising you up. And he never sent a baby out to fight warfare. Because if a baby go out too soon, the baby can die. Ministry can die. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. That's what happened to a lot of people. Babies are out trying to do ministry. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. And not become ministers. Doing so that they themselves have not yet become. That's when the trouble come in. That's when the devil destroys the church. 
Hallelujah. Listen what it says. Go ahead on. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. You are unskilled in the word of righteousness. If you only drinking just milk, you're going to come short of understanding the word of what? Righteousness. Because you got to become righteousness. You're not righteousness overnight, people. You grow from glory to glory. That's why I say, don't be so quick to put people in hell. Give them time to what? Grow. Change. From glory to glory. But you don't stay there. You don't stay to the altar repenting all your life. Of seeing you should be coming out of. You got to come up out of there. You don't embrace sin. You don't embrace mistakes. You come out of it. You get rid of it. And go to the, the sincere things of God. Not laying again the foundation. Those are foundation teaching. The foundation of repentance. Amen. A dead works. You don't go back and do those over again. Listen what it says. So go ahead on. For he is a babe. Uh-huh. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. Those who are what? Full age. Underline that. Those who are what? Full age. That's where solid food belongs to. God is not going to give a baby mysteries. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. He ain't going to hide anoint you either. No. Do you know your anointing going to be tested? Do you know your faith is going to have to go through the fire? Yeah. Come on, man. Sometimes you're going through something and you're talking about the devil, the devil. You might be been tested, your faith. Yeah. And we jump out the fire so quick. And we give up so quick. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, glory be to God. Some things you just can't jump out and run away from. Some things you got to stay there. Hallelujah. Fight it out. Yeah. Let God do what God got to do. Yeah. Listen what it says. So go ahead. That is, those who by reason of use have their sense exercised to underline the sense exercise. You got spiritual senses. That thing got to be exercised. They got to be used. You're smelling. You're hearing. You're seeing. Hallelujah. Tasting. Touching. You got natural sense. You got spiritual sense. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I'm not even getting on your dressing. I'm not even getting on why you come to church. Huh? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of flesh of the women. They, they, they like to show their beautiful figure and all kind of stuff. Messing up folks' lives. Yes, you, you're messing up people's lives with your sheep. And you can't get rid of it. It's there. But don't come to church because of that. My grandma told me years ago, look in the mirror at yourself and say, say to yourself, you are beautiful. Don't be easily, easily, oh, we gonna talk now. Y'all talking about woman, the woman. Cause we gonna go into what they call our honorable woman. Hallelujah. We be looking at our shape, we have our shape. You know, we're looking beautiful. And you dressing up just to come to church. You're dressing your flesh. Not saying you can't wait, not stay. Oh yeah, I believe in that. I believe in dress. You can look at me and tell I believe in dressing. 
but I don't meditate on that. This is, this is what I'm coming to church for. I'm coming to church for the word of God. And then if I see something pretty, I want to wear it. I wear it. But I don't wear it for other people. I wear it for myself. I wear it for myself. Then I keep myself to myself. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I keep my mind to myself. I keep myself to myself. Amen. Because you got some flesh that you got to kill out. And all the flesh you got to kill out. And when they're going to kill it out, it's going to be Christ. Christ got to crucify that flesh. And you crucify that, that flesh by putting off that flesh and putting on Christ. And then you realize it ain't about our looks. It ain't about what we got. It ain't about our education, what we know. And our degrees. It ain't about our money, nor our jobs. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about God the Father and His will. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. So it's some stuff that we got to lay aside because we can cripple up the body of Christ. We can destroy the body of Christ. And it won't be the devil, it'll be ourselves. We quit by putting things on the devil. The devil just say, thank you for helping me because this is the way I operate in the flesh. Amen. You don't give, you don't make no room for the devil. Make no place for him. Resist him, the Bible said. How is you going to resist him? You're going to resist him through the word of God. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I always say, don't think you're the most beautiful thing in the world. Somebody look better than you. Don't think you're the most smartest thing in the world because somebody's smarter than you. Don't think you're the most richest person in the world because somebody is richer than you. But what you got to do is crucify what? Sell. You are your biggest enemy of making it into the kingdom. You enter into the kingdom. You enter into a kingdom that the principle is different from the world. So we don't bring the world principle into the kingdom of God. It don't work, people. I keep telling you, you, it don't work. We don't live by money. We live by faith. By the word of God. This is how we live. They out there in the world live by money. We can live and don't have no money. But God got all the money. So whatever you need, God will bring it to you if you believe. So he gave us faith so we don't have to be limited. Because some of us ain't got no money. But we got faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And all this other stuff going to be what? Added. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And here's what? Righteousness. This is what I'm talking about today. Woman to woman. To be a powerful minister of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You don't exalt yourself. The Lord will exalt you. When you put him what? First. First. Hallelujah. Always stay humble. Always be teachable. 
I'm still teachable. You can teach me something. Hey, if you have the scriptures and God gave you the scripture, I will sit there and eat from you like a baby. For it is the word of God. It is what? Life. Hallelujah. Oh, lift your hands. You don't limit the word. The word is the word. It don't have a little power. It is all power. It don't have a little life, but it is life. That's how you take it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God use who he want to use to speak out their mouth. Amen. Listen what it says. Go ahead. To discern both good and evil. What are you going to discern? Both good and what? Evil. That's why I want to take you right there. So you can discern what's good and what's evil. You got to have the spirit of what? Discernment. Discernment got to be in you first. That's how you become mature. Now you say, oh, okay. This is not God. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm not going that way. You can discern what is right. What ain't right. But as a babe, you don't have that. That's right. And then you be doing something that ain't right that you think it is right. It ain't right. So you got to go and you got to grow. And you got to go into that discernment. Now, the easy way to get into the spirit of discernment is prayer. And assess a prayer. That's one of the first gifts you get. The spirit of discernment. Because you got to know what you fight. Okay? You got to know the strategies of the enemies. Amen. And then you got to know also through prayer the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. So in prayer, you will deal with both force. Okay? You will deal with righteousness and you also deal with what? Evil. Amen. You'll discern when the enemy is in. Amen. Then you can discern if Christ is there. So discernment, you ask God, give me discernment first. Give me an ear to hear so I can be led and give me eyes to see. Okay? Hallelujah. Let's make sure our senses is what? Working. And the only way it's going to work, you ask for it. Let me me be sensitive to your hearing. That I won't be you know, a lot of voices out there that I will, I would know the voice of my Father. I would know the voice of the Spirit. I would know the voice of Jesus Christ. So let me be sensitive. I told God, if He whisper, I want to know that it's Him. That I won't be deceived with all these voices that are speaking. Give me eyes to see. <laughs> I want to see what's going on. It might frighten me, but I still want to see. Hallelujah. Because it's a mystery there. If you can see your enemy, then you can destroy it. If you don't never see it, you can't destroy it. If you can locate the enemy, you got him. Because you know now what you fight. 
Amen. If you never see, you never hear, you don't know what you find. You don't know where you're at. So these things work on your what? Senses, ladies. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Oh, glory be to God. Me, that you got to be a lot in prayer. If you hate praying, listen, people, tell God, God, give me the spirit of prayer. Amen. So I can what? Discern that my senses will be what? Shopping. Oh, glory. We get somewhere. I feel it. Go ahead on. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Let us go on to what? Perfection. Perfection. We need that in the body of Christ. Perfection. Perfection means whatever your ministry in, you do the excellent job. The best of the best. Hallelujah. Perfection. I don't know how to pick out people to, for example, but this lady is so good. I, I, I wanted the pastor to know the young lady right there. She's good. She's, she's good of picking up the people and being there on time. I, I like her spirit. She, uh, how can I say, she can teach in hospitality. Yeah. I know excellent when I say it. Okay. <laughs> Amen. And, and you have some patience and let God use you and don't get frustrated with them the babies <laughs> but when you raise just think if you have 10 of them hey that's less problems you have this is what we're talking about somebody will look and somebody gonna look at you and say I want to be just like that. Let us watch our lives. Let us prepare ourselves. Because somebody's looking at somebody that they will decide to be like. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go on to what? Perfection. Underline and put your name there. Tell somebody we're going somewhere. And I'm going to tell you where you're going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I couldn't tell you where you're going unless I've been there myself and how to get there. Hallelujah. Listen what it says. Go ahead. On. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. Amen. We're not going to lay again the foundation of what? Repentance. Repentance and what? Dead works. In other words, I sum it up. Flesh. Flesh, profit, nothing. You're not going to get anything out of flesh. If you want your church to be destroyed, get a whole lot of fleshy people. Come on. Uh huh. Put a whole lot of fleshy people up there. Get ready for your church to be destroyed. You will have what they call a fleshly church. 
And I'm telling you, fleshless church in America, they pull out the guns and everything. The police be there, everything. They'll be fighting over money, all kind of crazy, foolish stuff. Yes. Fighting over boyfriends, my God, all kind of stuff going on. Cussing folks out, cussing the preacher out. Fleshly church. No respect. And guess what? God is not there. The Holy Ghost will ink above a place like that. No glory is there. Nor the Lord Jesus Christ. The head man running that church is the devil himself. You don't want that. Always remember, what's in you gonna come out of you. Hey. What's in your heart? Talking, man. And that mess in your heart when you preach to the people is going in their hearts. That's why you got to get that stuff out of you. Amen. If lust in you, then lust going out. Yeah. Okay, perversion in you, perversion going out. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you got to lay aside all this stuff. Yeah. And put the word in there. Yeah. Put life in there. Amen. So when you got life in you, that's what's going out. If you got a bad attitude, you have a whole lot of bad attitude people. Yeah. Because that's what you're teaching. Yeah. What's in why you're what? Hot. That's why God said, I deal with the what? Hot of man. Yeah. Then he said, he t- he say, and this is what I'm going to do in my new covenant. I'm going to put my word in their what? Heart in their what? Minds. Yeah. There are two things you work on your mind and your what? Heart. Say sharpen up with your what? Senses. Hallelujah. Desire the what? Sincere milk of the word. Hallelujah. But don't stay there. Go into what? Perfection. Okay. Because he's taking you somewhere. Hallelujah. And you will never know why God birthed this church. Unless we have some people that is following in Jesus Christ. And then you're going to see why he called this church. Then you're going to see the people, hallelujah, that he's going to transform. Hallelujah. They're going to be affected, and they're going to affect their generation. Some people, names going to be raised, and they're going to be a great name. And it's going to be a name that generation will always remember. You want to be one of those women. That they will remember you for one generation to another generation. This is how Sister So and So served God. These are the people that will leave an impact on their generation. People that going into what? Perfection. Not people that get attitude. Well, I don't care what nobody says. Hey, hey, nobody gonna do me no any kind of way. All this old crazy stuff. The next generation will be acting crazy like that too. Forget about your flesh. Christ don't use babies. He used mature people. Some stuff we gonna have to take. He told you to turn the other cheek. Some people say, I'm not turning down cheek. You hit me, I'm gonna hit you back. You lie on me, I'm gonna lie on you. Steal from me, I'm gonna steal from you. It's not Christ. It's flesh. It's flesh. That's why he says, give me your will. Give me you. And then he said, and I give you back to you. 
and then you'll see the real you. You'll never see the real you until you give you back to the one that created you. And then he gonna change you to a new person. And then he gonna use you. Hallelujah. We're not gonna go back and lay that foundation. Now, I want you to go and take you over into the book of songs. Hallelujah. And this was a powerful song God gave me. And when God gave me this, it sort of scared me. And I didn't get a great understanding. Psalms 45. And when he gave it to me, at that time, I, I took it serious, but not really serious. I read it, and I said, what is this? He says, song filed at five is you. About two years, he let me preach that for the first time. He had gave it to me about six years, and I just read it. And I just preached about it two years, because I saw the fruits of it. Then I understood exactly what he was saying. And he began to talk about honorable women. Women that make an impact. That were raised virgins in the church. A young virgin. Men being virgin. Holy people. Hallelujah. You can't raise holy people unless you holy yourself. And you can't be holy unless you get into one that is holy. You will never be holy until you get into Christ. This is where we was touching on the foundation of coming out of a place. Going into another place. And this is the place that God wants us into. But we don't have many people there. And he talk about the women's. Women sometimes feel like they ain't needed in church. Women's are needed. These are people that raise virgins. Women's are people that are going to be birthing it. Taking care. Women's are people telling the young girls, this is what you do. This is how you go through this. Don't do this. You can be kept. Holy women's can tell somebody there. I got women's in my church. I don't talk a whole lot about the people in my church, but I know what I got. I got women's that are young women's, and some of my husband done left them, and they never touched another man. They're sold out, and they wait on God to give them the right mate. To transform their life. Their life right now belongs to the Lord. They were hard for Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, they want a husband. But the husband is into the ministry and they know that Christ is leading them that way. And some have got married and were so happy. And the marriage worked. But these was women that was hurt. And these women that was hurt, they didn't go back out and made the same mistake. They kept themselves holy. And then the young girl saw it. Hey, these women are holy. They kept themselves. They didn't go and flirt around, man. Went looking for a mate. When they had a problem, they came to me. I told them what to do. How to do this. Give your whole body, mind, and soul over to God. And he would take the fire out. And he know how to put it back in. When it need to be back in. That's why the Bible say, young women serve the Lord. Single women serve the Lord. Meaning that ain't nobody can tell you, don't be in prayer meeting all night long. You ain't got a husband. You can be in prayer meeting. Come on, follow me. So I took the women that wasn't voiced and the young women, and I said, come on, help me. And these women didn't have to worry about no husband saying, come and fix my food or come and do this right here. Hey, we've been praying mean all night long. Young, holy women. Hallelujah. Teenagers, holy versions. Hallelujah. Went down to our version. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. They can be raised in this generation. But we got to have some women that willing to give themselves up to go into that place. You cannot raise what you ain't got. You cannot raise what you ain't got in you. And it's time, and we talk about this here, and we see them out there making all kind of mistakes. But who is making an impact in their lives? You don't make an impact in somebody's life and telling somebody what they don't need to do and you don't need to do that. You make an impact in somebody's life or the way you live. The way you live, that's where the impact will come from. Because they're going to check your life out and see who is you to tell me to live holy and you ain't living holy. You don't know who watching you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Oh, you get my phone, and all of a sudden you look on my phone and see some stuff on my phone. And you telling me not to be watching this. So you really have to see about your own self and get self out of the way. Then you can help somebody else. And say, and this is the way you can do it. And this is how I raised holy women. And God just spoke to me one day. I wasn't even praying about it. He said, you are Psalms 45. And I said, what? He said it again. You are Psalms 45. Ain't too many coming to that place. But God told me this year, I want to use my church. That means somebody got to get serious about the things of God. And trust him with your life. Everything ain't going to be rosy. 
but God will be with you. And it will never take your joy nor your peace. Not in this place. This place, you can endure. This place, you can stand. This place, you can go through. In this place, you can finish your course. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. People ask me that. How do you get there? I just fell in love with Jesus. I didn't fall in love with man. I fell in love with Jesus. And whoever Jesus and whoever had Jesus, my God, I always say, I want to be like that. I want to be like this. I want to be a righteous person. I don't want to play church. I want to be the church of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Am I perfect? No, but I'm striving to be there. Do I get upset or think? Yes, because you're human. But do I hold it? No, I let it go. Hallelujah. 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 That which I hold, I will never overcome. That which you hold, you will never get victory over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. So it's a lot of repenting and a lot of releasing. And some things you just got to forget about. And continue in the things of God. Let us read this here. Let us walk through. Psalms 41 and 1. Psalms 45, verse 1. Psalms 45, verse 1. Go ahead. My heart is overflowing with a good theme. I recite my composition concerning the king. Concerning the king. Go ahead. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. If you want to know my conversations, my conversation is Jesus. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about the king. Hey, I'm always telling you something about the king. For he's always speaking. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. A lot of people don't want to hear when you're talking about Jesus. No, no, no. Especially if they're flesh. They don't want to hear your conversation. They'll get up and leave. But if you're serious about the things of God, they'll sit right there and listen all night long. Of the mysteries of Christ. Hallelujah. And the things that Christ is what? Saying. Listen what it says. Say, go ahead. Up. You are fairer than the sons of men. Ah. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, Almighty One, with your glory and your majesty. Talking about Christ. But listen, He said, and grace will be poured upon your what? Lips. You want this grace. Hallelujah. Amen. I can't live without grace. Yeah. Grace increase. Grace from one level to another level. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen what it says. So go ahead. On. And in your majesty ride prosperously because of truth, humility, and righteousness. And righteousness. Underline that. Truth, humility, and what? Righteousness. You got to have this. You can't go around it. If you're going into the wealthy, the wealthy place of Christ, if you're going into the deep things of Christ, if you expect to work with your father, hallelujah, you got to go here. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. See, everybody don't work with the father. 
and the father don't speak to everybody everybody talk about him everybody don't know him hallelujah he don't appear everywhere hallelujah that's why the father say I seek and I search for such one that worship me in spirit and in truth see father don't deal with flesh at all my lord and savior Jesus Christ understand our weakness understand where we are but God the father don't that's why God the Father don't appear in every place. Oh, glory be to God. If God the Father walk up in here, we all will be slain in the spirit. God the Father don't need a platform. He is the platform. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. When God the Father come in, we don't need no worship singing. He shut everybody's mouth up. We all bow before him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't usher him in. He steps in when he want to step in. Oh, glory be to God. But you got to know this one. Place. I did not, I did not introduce to the Father in my early ministry, late in ministry, I got introduced to the Father by the Holy Ghost and said, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, prepare yourself for the visitation of the Father. And that day, the Father visited me and been visiting me ever since, even this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. The Father don't work with babies. He worked with mature saints. Hallelujah. Jesus and the Holy Spirit work with babies. They understand us. Jesus understand our weakness. He said, when you are weak, then I am strong. Jesus, hallelujah, help us in our what? Weakness. It's a difference between the Father and the Son. It's a difference between the Son and the Spirit. Hallelujah. The Spirit only knows the Father, the Son, and the Word. If you ain't got much Word, Spirit don't work with you much. <laughs> you got a lot of Word, He work with you. Hallelujah. If you don't listen, he won't direct you. If you don't want it, he won't give it to you. Hallelujah. He don't push himself on nobody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why you got gifts. And if you saying that, you know, I'm, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to preach, I don't want to prophesy, well, you won't. He won't use you. But it don't change nothing. You still a prophet. Okay. Okay. Come on. And you will be judged for what you didn't do. And why didn't you obey? Hallelujah. That's just the scary thing about it. It don't change the calling of your life. The calling of your life is the calling of your life. Can I talk to you women today? When you have been called the fivefold minister. I don't care if your husband or your wife like you or like you not, you still their ministry. If your children ain't holy, you still the prophet. You still the evangelist. You still the what? Apostle. Amen. Amen. The fivefold minister, that's who you are. 
And that's what they have to accept people for. You can't wait until the prophet gets all his children in order. Can't wait till the apostle get his whole house in order. But the other ministries that was added there, that man added for help, we can judge. Deacons, make sure you have your house in order. You never heard Jesus say, fivefold minister, make sure you have your house in order. Hallelujah. Amen. Meaning that you, you got to go. And then you got to trust God with your family. And God will work with your family. And God will keep your family. That's why he says, Peter said, but what about us? And Jesus said, don't worry about it. For the gospel say, you won't lose nothing. Hallelujah. They had family. But they still had the word, go. This is a sold out thing. This is not a man thing. This is a God thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It don't change nothing. Listen what it says here. And your right hand shall teach you awesome things. Mm. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemy. Mm. The people fall under you. Say so your, your, your arrows are sharp in, in the king's enemy. That means the devil, when you wake up, the devil get terrified. Just yeah. <laughs> you opening up your mouth, my God. What is they getting ready to do today? Amen. Amen. You won't be running from your enemy all your life. Amen. It's a place that you can go into your enemy will be running from you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen what it says here. Go ahead. Up. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. Yes. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. When you go into this place, I cannot describe this place. You become like queens and kings. Okay? Because now you in the place. You, you read in the Bible where he said, and Jesus said, and you will reign with me in the heavenly places. And where I will be, you will be also. He ain't talking about when you die and go to heaven. He's talking about you reigning down here while he is dead. And we taps into the spirit together. And we rule and reign together. I can tell you some deep things about the kingdom of God and even by the heaven. I done been to heaven so many times. I done sat at the conference room with God the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And here he is judging the world and making decisions on people's lives. I was in that judgment room in the room that I call the conference room and I'm sitting there and they was making a decision should we let her stay on the earth and continue for a while or should we take a nap and I says Lord and it was one of my members it was one of my members I love and they was all voted and the last vote and the last say so is the father. Should we take her on or should we let her remain for a while? And this girl was doing fine. And I was at a meeting before something happened to her. And I'm sitting there and then it was talking about her condition before it happened. And I said to them, but what about her nerves? What are you going to do about her nerves, Lord? 
and I come up out of the spirit. And I went to my member and I say, don't take the surgery. He said, no, 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 pastor. I'll be okay. I said, don't take the surgery. Oh, pastor, it's going to be fine. Go on to Africa. I was getting ready to go to Africa. We and my family, me and my family have prayed. And we have come to a decision that we're going to take the surgery. I said, don't, please don't take the surgery. But she said, Pastor, it's okay. I'm okay. And I got ready to fly out to go to Africa. She took the surgery two days before I flew out. She died. How many times, Jay, she died on the table? She died about two or three times on the table. I'm talking about Linda. She died two or three times on the table. We had to pray her back. They went into her brain. She had a tumor. And they let the people that operate, they didn't know. They was at the hospital where they trained in children how to be doctors. And they had these children working on her brains and they forgot to pull the fluid out. And that great warrior died. We prayed her back. God let her live. But she was paralyzed. She was like a vegetable. She could hear you, but couldn't talk. And she lived a couple of years like that. To God took her. But I was in the meat when they was making decision. And I asked, what about her nerves? Her nerves, Lord. What are you going to do about the nerve? He never answered me. And I told the girl, don't take the operation. Hallelujah. We can rule and reign with him. I done been in other situations in the heavenly realm with him. Of decisions that the father make. This kingdom we talking about people is real. It ain't all about getting things from God and feeling good and we hurt and we can go to church and maybe the hurt will leave. This is real. Hallelujah. And every day they make decisions about our lives. Oh glory be to God. They already know how your life going to end up before you even step into your life. And we will never know the deep things of God until we get into that place. Hallelujah. Oh glory be to God. Hallelujah. You will never know how he want to use you. Until you give yourself up. If you will never give yourself your will over to God. You will never know who you really are. And what is your purpose. And why you was born. Each one is born for a reason. You're more than just a woman. Hallelujah. You somebody in the kingdom of God that gonna affect somebody's life. You was born to affect somebody's life. Somebody is on your chapter in your book, which is written of you every day. That if you don't get in place and find out who you are, these people can go to hell because you ain't in place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh glory. I'm telling you what I know. Hallelujah. Oh glory be to God. 
God used me, a simple woman, to help overthrow the devil of a nation in Africa. That this nation was not yet saved. And one thing that was holding them up is the ruler, the principalities over that nation. I had to go and curse it. And God trained me how to do it. And when I did it, the whole nation shift. And when that nation shift, the nation began to change. And I'm telling you, the nation today is a Christian nation. And God is moving in that nation. You don't know who you are. You don't know if God going to use you to shift a nation. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. But we get stuck on ourselves. We get stuck on our feelings. We get stuck on who done hurt us and what we done went through. We get stuck on what we don't have. We get worried about is we going to make it. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. You will never make it unless you make it in Christ. That's when you truly make it. When you get in Christ and give Christ that life over, you can come into this place with him. It is a place, it is a holy place that you can enter into that realm, into that place. There you can reign with him. There he will speak to you and tell you things that he tell no one else. And what to do. He can trust you. He can trust you with things. God trusts me with one man's life. It was amazing. I had to buy, a, a, at that time it was a $12,000 ticket to fly overseas to one man. And I thought I was doing some preaching in all the church. And the father says, I brought you here for one person. I said, one person? He says, yes. And then I asked him, I said, who is it? And he told me who it was. He said, this is my son. And my son got a spirit on him. And he got a spirit I don't like. And I want it off. He says, many have seen it. But I did not trust them to touch him. Because I love my son. But I trust you. I wept like a baby. And I told the father, I think I'm jealous that you love that boy so like that. That you didn't allow nobody to touch him. And you choose me. And I called and I went through order. And he had an overseer. And I told the overseer, this is what the father said. The overseer said, do what the father said. And I dealt with that man. It wasn't five seconds. That man life changed in front of my face. I said, okay, I got him. What I do? He said, you do this, 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 this. And watch me work. Hey, that man is powerful today. I saw him the next day looking dead in the man's face. I didn't even know him. God is real, people. Amen. But you will never know how your father worked. You will never know how Jesus Christ worked until we get in him. We are a powerful church. We are not a weak church. You can be powerful women and men in the, in the Lord. Not weak people. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Represent him in a powerful way. Let us go into that place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Let us trust him in that place. Let us trust him with our family. He's not going to kill our family. He will not destroy our family. But he says, whoever I have in the palm of my hand, no man can take them out. No force can take them out. He will protect us. Women, you can be powerful in this nation. Not only in this nation, you can be powerful in other nations. You don't know what God want to do with you. You don't know why he saved you. But let's take the journey and see why. I wanted to know what and who I am. And the most of the thing that I put in my heart, I want to finish my destiny. I want to finish who God got me and the work God got me to do. Not worrying about somebody else's work, but what he got me to do. I want to finish that. Hallelujah. So many of us worry about other people and their ministry. But what about you? Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Let us work on us. For we are our biggest enemy. And we can be our biggest victory. And we give ourselves. He did not ask for you and the devil. He did not even ask for you and your family. When you got saved, he asked for you. Then he told you, I'll save your family. But I want you. Hallelujah. For I got something for you to do. Hallelujah. And he will never forget your family. It is the most safest place your family can be. I'm telling you what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. When I begin to serve him, and, and I have made up my mind to serve him all the days of my life. Look at me now. Do you think I'm unhappy of the condition I am? No. I know why I'm in this condition. I knew it before it happened. I was warned on the day that it happened. He told me, you're going to have to suffer for my name's sake, for the church. I wasn't insane to get in this place. The devil tried to kill me and run over me because of what I knew. And God already told me, you're going to have to eat the bags of lemon. I went through a lot of hurt. But listen, it was worth it. It was worth it. For the lives that have been changed. Oh, lift the mass. You a seed. Just a seed to be planted in somebody's life. Let him plant you. To see people's lives change. Eternal. It is a blessing. And all you went through Rewards will be waiting on you in heaven. If man don't never honor you, God will honor you. Even while you're on the earth. Oh, glory. This nation I was talking about honored me last year. From the highest honor, you can honor somebody. Thank you for giving up your life and coming in to help be an impact 
in our nation. God knows how to honor his people. Jesus says, I don't honor myself, but my father honors me. Hallelujah. Don't get all caught up if somebody ain't bless you, if somebody ain't did that for you, if somebody ain't honor you, somebody ain't appreciate you. Don't get caught up in that. Yeah. Yeah. For Jesus Christ will honor you. God the Father will honor you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen what it says. Go ahead, babe. Verse 7. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. Go ahead. All your garments are scented with myrrh and aloe and cassia. Out of the ivory palaces. Out of the iris palace. Underline that. We need some women out of the ivory palace. Hey. Oh, it's a place in the kingdom that you can go. Listen what it says. By which they have made you glad. King's daughters are among your honorable women. King's daughters is among your honorable women. Listen what it says. At your right hand stands the queen in gold from Oprah. Listen, O daughter, consider and incline your ear. Forget your own people also and Forget your father's house. your own people also and your father's house. Hey, that's a hard pill to swallow, ain't it? Forget, forget. So many times God say, forget them people that come on. Even this year, he told me in the church, forget them people in the church. Forget your family. Come on. I got to take you here. I got to prepare you. I got to, I got to set up the platform for you. So forget about them. They will follow. Some people you just got to forget and go ahead. They will follow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When they see where you are, they will follow. But if you're going to stay back there and trouble yourself as if you God. As if you can save them. As if you can deliver them. Hey, as if you can help them. He said, forget everybody because now I am taking you in to another place. I'm taking you into another platform. You're going into another glory. Don't hang back there. Don't go back there because they're going to stop you. You're going to be handed there for word about this, that, and the other. You got to move. When you move, they will move. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So in some places that you got to go, that your family ain't ready to go, but you got to go. Because if you don't go, they might not never go. And because you go, hallelujah, they will come out. Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I got one child I have not yet come forth like it's supposed to come forth. And the Lord spoke to me and disanointed. She's coming out. When you go into that transfiguration, then you're going to see her coming out into her ministry. So each person in your life will not come out on the same level. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. It's some levels that you got to go into to help pull some of your family out of the stuff that they are in. 
You got to be impacted. Hallelujah. And sometimes they got to see a great change in your life. Says my God. I'm seeing notable miracles. My God. I'm seeing stuff I never saw before. Let me humble myself in the presence of God and see what he want with me. Hallelujah. Leave them. That's the first time he told me to leave. Leave them. When I first started off, leave them. The hardest thing. Huh? No. No, like leave them. I can't make you with them. Because they're going to be steady talking to you. They're going to be steady telling you some stuff. And it's going to hold you back. Because now your heart is going back that way. And I need your heart over here. Because I'm taking you into another place in me. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. That's why you have to give your family over to the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Lift them hands. Hallelujah. It's a place. It's a place. Listen, women, it's a place. It is a great place in the kingdom that you can operate in. Hallelujah. A great place where people will respect you. They will never, okay, how beautiful you are, they will never come and make a path at you. They will say, This woman is holy. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. This woman is righteous. Men will come and say, Could you please lay your hands on me? Hallelujah. Oh, glory, and never look at you fresh, fleshly, or weak. They will look at you strong in the Lord and respect the office God got. But you got to get into that place of respect. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen what it says. Go ahead. So the king will greatly desire your beauty. Because he is your Lord, worship him. He is your Lord, worship him, it says. Listen to what it says, go ahead. And the daughter of Tyre will come with a gift. Mm. The rich among the people will seek your favor. Mm. The royal daughter is all glorious within the palace. The royal daughter is all glorious within the palace. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. We're talking about the kingdom people we got so many people that are believers yes you do believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God you believe that you save and you go into heaven but we are in a kingdom where are you in the kingdom some don't even understand the principles of the kingdom and how it is operated. It is a holy place. It is a place where the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost lives. And Jesus is the king. And if we got a king, then we got principles. And then if we got a king, and we are the family of the king, we are also royal people. Amen. We're not any kind of people. Hallelujah. And we live the same life. And this is where we are. 
We're in the world, but not of the world. Hallelujah. 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 We're in the world, but in another place. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. I tell women, women, you're not weak. Hallelujah. Don't look at yourself as being, I'm just a woman. Look at yourself as being a servant, a child of the most high God. Hallelujah. Don't look at yourself and say, I can't do this here. I can do it. I can do it. Hallelujah. People look at me. I tell them, don't look at where I'm at now. I'm a giant in the spirit. Amen. Where you got to work and do it. I can sit and preach it. I can speak it in a perform. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. When you got to go out there and do it, I just call it in. Hallelujah. See, it's a power. Hallelujah. That we ain't tapped into. That we got to tap into. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. And the only way you're going to be tapping into that power, you got to be taught by the one that is operating. That is the power. That is God himself. So you come into a place, you just speak God perform. Hallelujah. You got to know that place. Amen. You need money, you call it in, it come in. Hallelujah. But it got to be in the place and you don't misuse that place. So many people misuse it. Hallelujah. It's a beautiful place. It's a place where he's trying to get all of us, not no certain people, whoever want to go, come on, let's take the journey. He's taking you somewhere. You ain't just in here to just weep on somebody's shoulder. You are in here to be trained and transformed into a wealthy place. Hallelujah. This is the wealthy place right here. Listen what it says. Go ahead. Her clothing is woven with gold. Her clothing is worn with gold. Her clothes. He dresses you. This is not our clothes. You got on a garment that you don't even see yourself unless the Lord reveal it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, the clothes they got on it is gold. I saw the level of clothes on my journey and it started off I had on black shoes and then my shoes turned from black to red shoes and then from red shoes when I looked again I was on another level it turned to silver shoes and then I looked again I saw the shoes hallelujah it was gold and when I saw myself again I was in a garment I says my God is that me and the Lord said it's you God is dressing you Amen. and changing you. But it starts from the inside out. Hallelujah. 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 Let him what? Dress you. Give yourself unto him. Oh, glory be to God. It's some places that you will never be able to go to defeat the enemy unless you allow him to dress you. To dress you. It's some things that you won't see unless you allow him to take you there. Hallelujah. 
Oh glory be to God. Hallelujah. This is a powerful place. The day I preached it for the first time, I heard the Lord speak to me. I'm in my sitting and I sat down and he just walked in. I wasn't in prayer. He just walked in on me. He'll do that. And he says, oh, when you come into my royal palace, time you enter in there, I embrace you. For you are one of my honorable women that sits in my circle. And I wept like a baby. I says, God, this place is real. This place is real. Listen, ladies. This building just a building. But it's a building within the building that you don't see. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 That's why you can change from building to building. But in this place, you don't change. You're there. And stay there. To God get finished with you. You know, when God get finished with you, you would take your last breath. Hallelujah. And then you out of this world. But stay with the Lord in this world and let him lead you. Things that you don't understand, it will come to understand. The puzzle that which you don't see, it will come to be a full picture. And you will understand it. Everything that he's doing. And you will understand the people of God. And you will love them like you never loved them before. For then you will love them like the Father loved them. And you can understand their mistakes. Hallelujah. And you will know how to work with them and their mistakes. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. You will have the patience and you will put up with a lot of stuff because he put up with a lot of things. You will learn how to suffer long. You will learn how to take persecution and talk to body and count it as joy. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You will know how to even get humble and get out of his way and know that he's the one that's working it all. You're just a vessel. You're just a servant of the most high God. Hallelujah. And nothing else for the power, for the kingdom belongs to him. Hallelujah. To be invited in this place, it is an honor. That's why he called the most honorable women. This is what the most honorable women. How many will go to that place? How many willing to give it all up to go into that place? How many can trust God with their family? You talking about loving a family. I love my family. Hallelujah. Amen. But how many could trust God with them? 
to go in that place with him. Hallelujah. Oh glory be to God. The most honorable women. I pray that God will raise some in this ministry. There will be an impact on the nations. Hallelujah. Oh glory be to God. Hallelujah Jesus. This place nobody can hold you out. Only you can hold you out. Hallelujah. That's why he gave us his spirit. He said from the least to the greatest. For they all shall know him. Hallelujah. You can know your father. Your elder brother. And you can know the spirit. You can know how the kingdom of God work. And you can know the difference between flesh and spirit. Hallelujah. Oh glory be to God. And you can know the strategies of the devil. You can know. He say all and all. All of it. Not just part of it. But he's willing to teach you all of it. But are you willing to go all the way? Hallelujah. Oh glory. Are you willing to wear Jehovah Adonijah? He says to me, now I'm Jehovah Adonijah. To you, I own you. I rule you. I'm master over you. Hallelujah. Meaning that you ain't got no life. You don't have no decision. He's the one that makes all your decision. Hallelujah. You just obey him and do what he say do. We sing about it. But are you wearing that name? Or is he that to you today? Jehovah and I'm Meaning that I done gave my life and I done gave my family life. Hallelujah. Whatever you want to do, do what you want to do. I'm with you to the end. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. It is a place, ladies, that you can go. But it's up to you to go there. The biggest enemy that you can have is yourself hallelujah oh glory be to God in that place ain't nobody can stop you they can talk about you but they can't stop you hallelujah in that place God will cause people to honor you and God will cause your enemy to kneel down and serve you hallelujah in that place in that place you don't have to fight for the father will fight for you it is a place for a woman to reign in a powerful way in the kingdom of God but that woman got to give up herself and see that she's only a child a servant of the most high God and forget about her flesh and God will wreck, he will wreck the rest in your life and transform you. It's more than one transfiguration. You go from one transfiguration to one transfiguration to one transfiguration until you glory up out of this place. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm in the second phase. 
and I'm going into another transfiguration. Some more of me is dying and more of Christ is coming out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let the hands of us see God. This is where you raise virgins. This is where you raise holy weapons. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory, my God. I want to see the glory. I want to see the kingdom of God mature. The people mature in a powerful way. It starts with you. God. I want to see excellent. It starts with you. God. I want to see long suffering. It starts with you. I want to see love. It starts with you. I want to see joy. It starts with you. I want to see obedience. It starts with you. Hallelujah. 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 I want to see my family change. It starts with you. I give you glory. I give you praise. I want to see my children respect me. It starts with you. Oh glory my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, my God. Love God more than you do things. Love God more than you do yourself. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. And you will wind up in such a place. And you will also sit around the table. You will also be added amongst one of his most honorable Women's. I thought about the honorable women's. I says, my God, Mary, all the Mary is there. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. I can see Esther. Hallelujah. Deborah. Hallelujah. Women's that God used in the Bible in a powerful way. God can also use you. He's still writing the book. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. But we start in putting aside malice, anger, jealous, all the fleshly things. Hallelujah. And start desiring the sincere word. I come to church. For the word of God. Hallelujah. I don't come to church to see who came to church and who did. I did come to judge the church. I come to be a part of the church. To help change the church of Jesus Christ. And it starts within ourselves. Revival starts within you. Hallelujah. Let your life be a life that will change many. May God bless you and may God keep you. Amen.